This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So obviously Lamar putting out, you know, that he had requested a tree could potentially change the tide a little bit with owners and GMs and say, okay, well now I don't feel like I'm stepping on the Ravens toes. You know, if he's publicly asking for a trade, I could absolutely look into this. So um, obviously there's been teams that we've, we've talked about. Now there's a couple of guys that you kind of got to cross off the list. It feels like um, Carolina who had a, a decent cap number. I think we're crossing them off because we know that they traded up for the number one pick. The Falcons would have been the perfect fit. He, they have the the second most cap space. I mean, culturally it makes all the sense, but they put their head out of the ring. Uh, a team that's kind of been, we've heard about, and then they've kind of talked about this, it seems, during the owners' meetings, is the Indianapolis Colts. Um, and Jim Ursay doesn't appear to not be interested in exploring the ideal of Lamar Jackson being a Raven. They do hold the fourth overall pick currently in this year's draft. And so uh, he is possibly exploring that in a separate um, sentence though not related to Lamar specifically but uh, when talked about he did reiterate that he is not interested in fully guaranteed contracts and our good friend Glenn Clark um, had Bob Kravitz on his show earlier today and Kravitz reiterated that Jim Ursay he prides himself as this old school owner. So he's about protecting this brand and he's not interested in fully guaranteed contracts. But if Lamar is saying that he's not asking for a fully guaranteed contract, if you're the Colts, are you taking that, are you sending that fourth overall pick and some others over? Or are you saying, I'm just going to take my chances here. Cause it ain't like we got a whole lot of talent anyway, and we can rebuild. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just, have a hard time imagining the Colts being a place that Lamar Jackson wants to go to. I, I, it just, I mean, they have nothing. The Colts have nothing right now. That is a team you talk about starting at ground zero. Yeah. That that's what the Colts currently, that's where they are. Um, I don't trust the Colts. I wouldn't want to go out there, but it is a dome team. It's a change of scenery. Sure. Um, but it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't deem that as like a, a prime target if I'm Lamar as a place I want to go to. And I mean, for me, and I know I'm I'm not a Baltimore guy, but I would just imagine doing business with the Colts is like doing business with the devil himself. Like I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I, 
my franchise player to the Colts, considering this is the team that left like a thief in the night out of Baltimore. I, I just wouldn't want anything to do with the Ursays or any of those people uh, out in Indianapolis. So that I, I understand everybody's kind of been going crazy about the Colts since Chris Ballard had his things that he had to say about Lamar. And it's like right now, anytime a GM or an owner says anything positive about Lamar, you've got to kind of take it as though they're interested because everybody else, when they talk, when talking about Lamar, they're talking about how they're not interested, how they're not having conversations about him, how they're not going to go after him. So uh, to hear any team sound remotely interested is a start. Mm -hmm. Um, But for whatever reason, the Patriots intrigue me. They intrigue me. I don't know why, Uh, because I can't really envision Lamar, in a Patriots uniform, it looks ugly to me. Um, he going from one militant organization to another. <laughs> we just talked about it last segment of him maybe needing a change. I mean, that's probably even more militant out in New England than it is in Baltimore. <laughs> I guess, but listen, if you win the Super Bowls, I yeah, guess, you know, if you, you'll deal with it until yeah. you can't no more like Tom Brady and, and right. break away to somewhere fresh. You know what I mean? And Brady broke away with God knows how many rings at that point, what, five or six by the time that he left uh, New England? So, I mean, if that's the trade-off, then sure, Lamar will take it. He'd be playing for arguably the greatest coach of all time. Right. Uh, and Bill Belichick, who it, and, it, and in Bill Belichick's case, it doesn't take it's, it's not a lot of guys that put a smile on Belichick's face. But Lamar Jackson is one that he has drooled over. Yes, really he since he's been in the league. He loves him some Lamar Jackson. Um, so it's intriguing. And when you hear Meek Mill putting the, the putting the bug in in, in, <laughs> in, in uh, Robert Kraft's ear and then. Rita, you, I mean, we know that this is, I've said it all along, this is an ownership decision. If you're going to get Lamar Jackson for considering the type of impact that he makes on your franchise, considering the type of money that we believe he's looking for, this goes above the GM and the coach. This is absolutely, absolutely. This is about who makes the the big bucks and who signs the big checks. And that's what it boils down to. So, so to hear Robert Kraft say it's up to Bill Belichick. Now, maybe he's joking and just trying to pass the baton. Yeah, but I mean, Bill Belichick has a lot of power in that Patriots organization. We we know Robert Kraft takes what Belichick says as law. If Belichick wants a guy; he has the freedom to go get him. So, yeah. if Robert Kraft is saying it's up to Bill, I I would just I I definitely think it's something that's worth keeping our eye on, if nothing. Yeah. Else. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anything wrong with saying that. I think the commanders would have been a good idea too. But the problem is, is that Dan Snyder is dealing with his own things, and 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 I am not a hundred percent sure. But I believe if they sign with him as the owner, he'd have to front it with the, at very least the the, the uh, guaranteed signing money. Which if you if you're leaving out, I mean, there's a brink of it that he'd have to be responsible for, which if I'm leaving, I ain't trying to help the people that's that's buying me out because you pushing me out anyway. So I look at it because I, I think I know the money doesn't have to go into escrow until next year. Correct. So uh, if, by that point, the team would be would be sold. 
So I think he'd have to pick up that $32 million option that's on his tag. Yeah, he'd have to right pick, he, he, he would not be scot-free. That yeah. part I do know. Yeah, right? the tag he'd have to pick up. But the, the, the big money, that'll fall on, on the next owners, which is even more reason why I'm like, I, I would think Dan, I mean, and maybe the new owners want a splash player like Lamar. Magic Johnson is supposedly a part of the, the, the ownership group that's the favorites yeah. to take the team right now. We saw what the Suns did in the NBA, the new owner with the Suns. The first thing he did that week was go and trade for Kevin Durant. That's Absolutely. the way fan base going. Go get Lamar Jackson, but I don't know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, it's very popular. And look, it's, it's not out of the realm, right? I'm just simply saying that Dan Snyder probably, his his thing probably at the moment isn't trying to help the people that's uh, coming after him because uh, at some level he's being pushed out in some mm -hmm. way. So it, it doesn't bode him to do it because he's no longer going to be the owner to benefit from whatever Lamar Jackson's benefits are. But it does make sense because... Um, they do have talent. They do have good players on defense and offense, and he, he wouldn't be far. He'd be down the street. So that would make sense to me. Obviously, they don't have a uh, – they have a mid-round draft pick. So from the Ravens' perspective, I don't know what you can really do with that if you try to find it. But ultimately, too, Cordell, the, the Colts really could potentially draft this year and then try mm -hmm. to do something for next year, whether it be – put in a trade, uh, uh, excuse me, put in an offer sheet mm -hmm. or put in the trade request after the draft, which obviously doesn't help the Ravens at all if for 2023 and could be potentially disastrous. But th that's a scenario that could absolutely possibly happen. Now, what you'll hear people say is, well, the draft next year um, has, they, they, they believe that the class of quarterbacks is deeper um, while I'd argue that I, I don't think that any of them are as good as the top three personally, but that outside of Caleb Williams, of course, I'm not, I'm yeah. to me, Caleb is the rock star and then everybody right. else is just there. Right. But ultimately people will argue that there's going to be more quarterbacks coming out and that the draft class is deep, whatever the case may be. But ultimately that is something that could happen. And look, the Ravens could potentially do something with that too. They could, draft hooker in the second round maybe you know i mean something could happen from that but you don't want to be put in a position where your 2023 is completely maxed out like you don't have a plan you don't have a backup plan at all so that's something that we have to watch for because it could be possible that teams are going to wait until this draft and then try to go after lamar which could be problematic for the ravens because as of right now they really don't have a quarterback except anthony brown maybe yeah <laughs> Tyler Huntley's a restricted free agent yes, with a low tender on him. So if they lose Tyler Huntley, they're not getting anything in return. Um, I do agree with you in, in what you were saying about the, the rookie quarterbacks coming in the next two years. I think Caleb Williams next year's class has the best quarterback. Uh, out of the two C's, out of the two yeah, classes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But he, but, but what, you're going to have to give up a whole right. lot and, and, to and, get and, number one. And that's my thing. Whatever team you 
lose Lamar too via the non the non exclusive tag. You're not getting the number one overall pick. I mean, and you're on. not going to be bad enough to get the number right. one overall pick right. because you still have a good defense. You still have a good offensive line. You still have running backs that can mm-hmm. run the ball. You still have a class tight end, a top three tight end, and Mark Andrews. So you're really not going to fall off as bad as you think. You might be seven and ten. But that seven and ten ain't going to get you a first, a number one overall pick. It's just not. And, and now what they could, now I guess what their plan would be is to use potentially if they're still in the market for a quarterback next year is to try to is to pray that the team that they do lose Lamar to has a high enough first round pick to where they can combine it with theirs and maybe move up in the draft. You know, to and maybe. Th- be creative and throw another, maybe a Patrick queen at that point there or something, just some try to put together a nice trade package to move up into the spot to where they could land a Caleb Williams uh, or somebody. I mean, because if you're going to lose Lamar, I mean, that's, that's now the new bar, right? That's that's the new bar. Just like Flacco was the bar at quarterback before Lamar uh, came in. Lamar is the new, now granted, I'm not, People, I know there's a lot of Flacco stands out there. Flacco won the Super Bowl. I get it. Obviously, in terms of team success, Flacco would have it. But individually, I mean, I, I don't know. You could pick your poison. I'm going to say Lamar's the, the, the bar, at least, in, in terms of the total package, in terms of what he does on the field, his impact off the field to, to Ravens fans in the community and everything. Yep. I, I just think Lamar's a straight-up rock star yep. in the NFL. So he's going to be the bar of what you're looking for at the quarterback position from everybody that comes in after him. Caleb Williams is probably the guy that can get close to meeting such bar. Um, So, yeah, I I think it would be imperative for them to try to move up next year and and get that. But the thing is about the Colts, if they do wait until after the draft, and I agree with you, I think that we're going to see a lot of movement in in Lamar's market after the draft because teams – not only are more willing to give up next year's picks and the pick yep. the year after that, but then you'll have teams like Miami and San Francisco that can't jump in right now because they don't have a first round pick, but after the draft, they can get in. So yep. that makes things a little more interesting. And I think Indianapolis, considering they have the four, the, the, the fourth overall pick right now, they have a, you know, that's within the realm for the Ravens to, to do something with that pick. But if they wait until after the draft, they lose some of their leverage a little bit because now they're just like every other team. They're just like every other team who, okay, we don't know what their pick is going to be next year, as opposed to, okay, we know we're getting the fourth pick this year. We like that, but going into next year, not knowing what you're going to get, I don't expect the Colts to be great next year, even if they have Lamar Jackson, but they're not, they're probably not going to be bad enough to get a top four pick in the draft. I so, yeah. you know, they, they lose a little bit of their steam by waiting until after the draft, obviously for them, they'd rather give up next year's pick instead of this year's. Four exactly. Pick. But if you're the Ravens, you want that number four pick. So it'll be interesting to see how they play that. Um, but I, I and, and, you know, in terms of just another team that, we think may be in the contention for Lamar. I don't know why, but I've been seeing a lot of like watch out for the Vikings. And I guess well, I think Kirk Cousins um is what his his last year is this year. Yeah, I believe so. Of his contract, I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. They could they could do something like that, give up the two first round picks, uh, or 
or do a side trade and, you know, do their own coordinated trade with the Ravens that involves maybe cousins being sent to Baltimore or something like that. Oh boy. That's and, I mean, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that'll, well, that'll be the connect. That'll be the true DC to Baltimore connection right oh there. Oh my God. Your cousins coming to Baltimore. That, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I, would, I would at least get a little bit of a kick out of that. Oh, my God. I would not, by the way. So um, please do not speak that into uh, existence. Thank you very much. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that that's something to watch for in terms of teams wanting to use their picks for this year's draft and then potentially going after Lamar after the draft is over once they have their needs uh, in the draft. So something just to watch for, guys.